0: was August 25th, 2022. It had been five months since Brenda and Mark Dennison lost their son, Matt, to injuries sustained in a car accident in February. The man charged with driving under the influence death resulting, among other things. Alexander Krajewski, walked into the courthouse in South Kingstown through supporters of the Dennison family, who donned green, Matt's militia t-shirts, and lined the entrance to the courthouse. Krajewski said nothing, and made eye contact with no one in the militia. Inside the courtroom, supporters were in their seats as Krajewski and his lawyer made their way into the courtroom. The silence was deafening. He did not speak as his lawyer entered a not guilty plea for his client, who has a pre-trial date set for September 26th. With that date fast approaching, what comes next? Caught up with the Denisons to chat about that and the foundation they started in their son's name on this edition of the Words with Wizards podcast. This is the Words with Wizards podcast, your look at the world through the lens of West Warwick High School. It's where we talk to interesting people, visit cool places and sometimes hit on a big story. And at the end of it all, you'll learn a little more about what's going on in the land of the orange and black. And now, here's your host, a man who is always first in line for the buffet and last to leave the dinner table, Mr. Eric White. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is the Words with Wizards podcast. My name is Mr. White. And today is Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. And this is episode 25. It's been about six months since West Warwick High School Hockey Captain Matt Dennison died from injuries of a February car crash, which also seriously injured his friend, team goalie and fellow senior Kevin McDonald. The pretrial date for the man charged with Dennison's death and McDonald's injuries is next week. The Dennison stopped by to update us on that and to talk about the Matthew Dennison Charitable Foundation, which is now off the ground and helping people. Here's what they had to say.
1: How've you been? uh we've been as good as can be expected it's a, it's sort of a day-to-day situation but i think um we're, we're learning every day on how to move forward um but for the most part i think we're doing all right
2: i I'll say making the tour uh we've done a lot of speaking engagements we've had a lot of fundraisers we've done an, we've been busy all summer just yeah. doing a lot of things to keep ourselves busy
0: Last time we spoke it was so fresh off of everything you know Matt and Kevin were everywhere even though they weren't in this building and uh, you know there was everything had just happened and um, we're about almost seven months out a couple of weeks short of seven months out has anything changed uh, as far as your healing process and uh, I know that uh, you know Mark, uh, maybe both of you, you visit the, you, you visit Matt's grave, and as uh, a, a way of healing, a way of connecting with him. And then, you know, I've seen the pictures uh, on Facebook, and they're very touching. And uh, you know,
1: yeah, has anything changed? One thing that's clear is that um, grieving is different for everybody. Yeah. Whether it's myself or Brenda or our daughter Caitlin, uh, everybody handles it in a different way. And you try to seek your comfort level, um, not really knowing how to define that. uh, But you you just do things that make you feel a little more at peace. And one of those things for me is that I do go visit Matthew at the cemetery every day. I haven't missed a day since we placed him there, March 18th. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, it's pretty common knowledge now that one of the things I do is Um, I read to Matthew at the cemetery and I had started that when he was in the hospital it was a suggestion of one of the nurses to try to stimulate his brain and unfortunately we didn't get to finish that book in the hospital Um, but I took it upon myself to pick it up um, not long after we placed Matthew in the cemetery because one of the things I always tried to Tell Matthew was that you finish what you start. So I finished that book. I moved on to a second hockey book, and now I'm on my third book. And I don't, I don't uh, spend a lot of time every day reading. I only do between four and six pages because I want to make these books last. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's it's a way that I I find a little bit of peace.
2: I'm a little different. <laughs> I don't visit the cemetery very often. Yeah. Um, I find it to be very emotional and very difficult for me to visit the cemetery, but I find my peace in other ways, um, whether it be writing to Matthew, which is what I often do, is if I'm writing him a letter, Yes. Um, talking to him. Um, I, Like I said, the cemetery for me is just, mm-hmm. it's the worst place I could be. Yeah. Where I find Mark finds his peace is there. Yeah. Um, I guess the way to say it is, you know, I find my best place would be going, was going back to work mm-hmm. and getting my mindset uh, onto something different. And yeah.
0: You know, you have Katie. Is, is there something cathartic in, in just moving forward and seeing her progress? Because she's, she's an online presence as well, you know.
2: I found it to be important that I set an example. Um, By me going back to work, it was good for me. But it also is, I think, therapeutic for her to see that we can heal and we can move forward. Um, I've said, in life, you can't go backwards. You can't take steps. You can't change what's happened. So the only way to go is forward. And by going back to work, going back to school, moving on, but never, ever forgetting, you know, it's not something we'll ever forget.
0: No. let's talk about the Matthew Denison Charitable Foundation. Okay, this is something that's finally that's officially uh that's officially started.
1: And what is it and what do you do? So, the Matthew Denison Charitable Foundation is all about giving back to the community. And the way we do that, part of our mission statement includes uh scholarships uh which we've already given out our first four. Um, that was a success. That was wonderful to do. Great. Um, the other thing that we were looking to do is to provide hockey-based or hockey-need-based uh, assistance. Um, and what that means is if there's a kid who just can't afford to play hockey or maybe they can afford the tuition but they're a little short to get the equipment because yeah. we all know that can be extremely expensive, we're going to step in and help out that child. Um, it could also be... Uh, An organization that needs some help paying for their ice time or Mm -hmm. whatever the case might be. If if there's a a real need and they're just falling short, we're going to step in and help them. Mm -hmm. Then the last part of that is to provide some assistance to some families that went through something very similar to us with a DUI tragedy. Um, We have received it's it's not a secret we've received so much support whether it's financial or volunteering or whatever the case might be we want to give back in the same manner we were helped out tremendously by some hockey families mm-hmm. when we were going through our ordeal and part of that was financial and we want to we want to pay that in kind
0: that's great and how can if anybody wants to donate how can they donate you have a website which I have up here at md16foundation.org, correct?
2: Right. That's right. Yeah. Um, there's uh, ways to donate right on the website. We, um, we do take PayPal and Venmo. Yep. Um, and obviously if you see us in person, we will take the cash or the checks. Uh, yep. We probably make weekly trips to the bank and yep. and Great. put that all in there
1: great there's also other ways around town um Jill's kitchen both in warwick and west warwick uh has been amazing she gives so much back to the the community she created a special menu for not just matthew but three other children who have left us too soon yes and she contacted all of the families and asked what the kids favorite breakfast meal was mm. and she created that special menu where a part of those proceeds goes to each individual child's foundation great that's fantastic now, i
0: saw i saw the coverage of that and i think i think matt's uh is an egg sandwich
2: bacon right? egg and cheese on a uh, plain bagel with corned beef hash uh,
1: which you know <laughs> dad doesn't get the maddie den when he goes there because i don't like eggs but yeah i get i get the maddie m-a-d-d-i-e yeah which is pancakes and hash browns and all that good stuff. But yeah, as long as great. we're giving back. yeah. And then um, something for, for people that are interested, something to um, put on their calendar. A little early, but yeah. next June 19th, we're having a, um, the first annual golf tournament great. for Matthew. And that's going to be right here at Valley Country Club. Fantastic, and um, it's the day after his birthday. We try yep. to get it nice and close, yep. and uh, we're gonna we're gonna roll with that and see what we can do as far as raising funds from that.
0: That's great. I think you're gonna have a great turnout for that. Oh yeah, I will do. I'll do. I'll donate, but I will not play. I'll do everybody a favor. I, <laughs> I don't want my <laughs> one of my first times to play to to be with people who really know what they're doing. But that's fantastic. And let me let me go back to the hockey tuition. I have a I have a stepson who's in his 30s now. And he played hockey. He played for North Kingstown the first year they had a team, and uh, some, uh, on some club teams before that. And there's a lot of costs associated with getting the equipment, with uh, you know because ice time needs to be gotten. So that that's great that you're assisting with that uh, with that part of it because there may be a child or children out there who don't have the financial means. But
1: want to play right. and might be pretty good, right? And I'm going to be pretty frank with you here. Matthew played from the time he was four until this last spring, yeah, uh, or winter. Yeah. And we estimate that over those years, we've spent about hundred thousand dollars mm. in in hockey, and that yeah. that's everything. That's equipment. That's tuition. That's travel to tournaments far away. But you know, you can you can pretty much bank. Um, on anywhere between five to ten thousand dollars a year, depending on the level you're playing at. Absolutely, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he um,
2: had several seasons per year. Yes, you know, he would play summer league, spring league, fall league, winter leagues. Yeah, always playing hockey.
0: Yeah, and that's something uh, that that's, uh, you, as parents, you're you know, you're paying for that, and that's that's a commitment. On that's a family commitment. It really yeah. is. It,
1: it it becomes a lifestyle. Yeah, like like many sports do, yeah. whether it's basketball or baseball. You know, um, it's it's no secret. Softball's another one. When when your child commits to a sport, and you want to support that, and you want to make a commitment to them, it's a family commitment, and it's a lifestyle.
0: So, to, to more serious matters, I want to talk to um, uh, to the arraignment. Of the man who was charged with uh, with the death of Matt and injuring Kevin, you guys, uh, you, I have one of the one of the T-shirts here, one of the Matts Militia T-shirts, MD16, and ev- you guys were out there lining the entrance to the court. How did you feel about the the man who was accused entering a not guilty plea? Were you surprised at all, or what?
1: We weren't surprised um, at at this stage of the game, it's really standard operating procedure. Uh, Not to get too technical, but his defense attorney doesn't know what cards the state is holding until he pleaded not guilty. If he pleaded guilty, then it would have gone right on to the, the sentencing phase and they would have worked out a deal. So. You know as as close as we are to this situation you have to step back and look at it Uh, there's everybody's entitled to their due process so by entering that that plea his attorney can now file for a discovery motion and then the state has to turn over their evidence to him and show him what they have I personally feel once his defense attorney gets to see that evidence there's a, a very likely chance that he'll reverse his plea and he'll come out with guilty and look for a deal. Because we've been um, told by the prosecution team that the state police have never put together a more solid case. Um, it, it really is black and white. I said that on the news that day, it, it is black and white. And I'll say it again, when an individual ingests that much alcohol and cocaine, in their system bad things are going to happen and the fact of the matter is the boys were doing absolutely nothing wrong that night they were being 17 year old responsible boys they were coming home from a hockey situation going to another one and that's when they were harmed and that's where we stand it's going to be a long process we don't expect much for another year or so but you never know it it could Mm -hmm. be all of a sudden, where that individual says, that's it, I give, let's let's talk about a deal. Yeah. And obviously, that's not between me and him, it's yeah. between the state and, and his defense team. Yeah. And as,
0: uh, you know, I, I wasn't too surprised either. That's pretty much, as you said, standard operating procedure. The legal part that you went into, I was not aware of. Uh, but when you had all of your supporters there, mm-hmm. okay, and this guy and his lawyers making his way into court does he make eye contact with you does he acknowledge you before during or after this whole thing
2: he made zero eye contact um we had talked to our supporters and i had this vision that i dreamt up that i wanted to have everybody there with matt's militia shirts um that was perfect and we had a discussion with um the attorney or the prosecutor and he asked everybody to be polite and respectful and not make it like it was a gauntlet. Um, so we you know, we talked to our supporters, and they just lined the, the sidewalk. Um, so we also saw on the news when he walked in, there was dead silence. You could have heard a pin drop. We
1: were in the courtroom when he actually mm. entered the building, so we didn't see him walk into the building. Okay. But we saw that on the news, and the supporters did a great job with that. They just...
2: Which I think was a, was a bigger statement, the fact that they were just... Staring at him and watching him walk in.
1: And to answer your other question, he he wouldn't look at us during or after. Uh, He had his eyes at the floor the whole time, uh, unless he was being addressed by the judge. And that was it. And, you know, part of you wants to see some sort of sign that he's remorseful. But then again what does that do it doesn't do anything for you it doesn't do anything for him I don't really care how he feels I hope he's living uh, a difficult life right now prior to living an extremely difficult life at the ACI which he will Um, you know I'm not at the point um, there's a lot of times in these situations where somebody in my position and Brenda's position will say I forgive you or whatnot. Um, I'm not that person. I'm not that person now. I don't know if I'll ever be that person with this individual. He took the most important thing away from us, which is, um, our family as we knew it by taking one of us, he took our family. So I'm not there. I don't know if I'll ever get there. Um, I would, I would place a bet to say that I won't get there, but you never know. Um, but yeah, he, he just showed his cowardly ways that day.
0: Yeah. Um, I believe it's the 26th or the 25th, the pre-trial. Yeah, And
1: uh, 26th.
0: 26th, are you gonna be there?
1: I am going to be there, but what I want everybody to understand is the way it was described to me by the prosecutor is um, the individual's attorney and the prosecutor himself will go into uh, a room with the judge, like a conference room, and they'll start talking it out. Um, that individual will not be in the room. We can't be in the room. Um, I will be in the courthouse more of uh, just a sign that i'm i 'm there i 'm present for everything uh, so really there 's not a huge need for supporters to show up that day because it was explained to me that i 'll be sitting in the hallway waiting with everybody else that does the same thing yeah. and then when they 're done, he 'll come out and update me, which he said he could he would gladly do over the phone, but if I want to be there, then he supports that as well
0: yeah yeah, so it 's not going to be
1: uh it shouldn 't be a because yeah, a uh, uh, Matt's militia
0: kind of moment right. again, okay.
1: there will be no so-called proceedings, proceedings. Uh, public proceedings. Yes. It'll be behind closed doors.
2: When okay. there's the need, we will we make will. sure the word gets out.
1: Absolutely, yes. absolutely. I have no doubt.
0: So, the way this could, you know, the way this could go, could go to trial, but with the with the case that has that they've established, it, it appears solid. It, it appear, the case it appears rock solid. And if I were a betting man, I'd probably say that they're not going to go to trial. they probably have a, a, a deal. When, now, when you think about that, okay, a deal. I mean, we're talking about a crime here. And I know plea, plea deals happen all the time. Does that, I mean...
1: It's I, troubling.
0: I, it, yeah. Describe to me how that feels. because It's troubling to me. Well, how is it to you?
1: Really, you have to be careful to aim your angst at the right source and that is not the prosecutor it's not even the defense it's not um, the judicial system itself it's really our state's laws it's the legislators who have allowed these weak laws to remain on the books without strengthening them Uh, now there is there is a push uh, to strengthen these laws we we are working closely with um, some of our local uh, representatives and senators from from our area and obviously this has affected them and their community our community so they are interested in strengthening these laws in terms of punishments and deterrence obviously that's not going to affect this individual he's grandfathered in but if and, and we'll never know but if if these laws are strengthened and they do deter somebody from taking the same action then that's what we that's what we hope for um, but yeah it's it's difficult because Matthew is worth so much more than a deal and I mean this might sound crazy but I, I need people to understand my perspective here I think if you take a life um, while DUI then in my eyes you should spend the rest of your life in prison plain and simple because he didn't just take a life he took a family he affected a community he harmed Kevin to the point where Kevin's going to have, you know, he's going to have things to deal with the rest of his life. So, and not just the physical. Yeah. So th- those are the things that, um, driving under the influence, it's not a secret that it's a bad thing. Hmm. That you're, you're risking so much. Yeah. Um, if it was a surprise, you know, then hey, you know, things happen, accidents happen, but this was no accident. This was a choice. Yes.
0: Absolutely. I want to thank you too for coming on. We'll uh, we'll put information on our uh, on the podcast webpage, so that people can donate. Um, is there anything else uh, that uh, that uh, you want to say? Or
2: I would like to thank all of the students, uh, all of the parents, and all of the community for everything from the very beginning through the whole summer and up to the to the arraignment. Um, it's amazing. An absolute humbling experience to have so many people, people we don't know, yeah. just caring and being there for us.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the things I'd like to say is uh, pointed more towards the students. This is an odd time for us. Um, obviously, had this not happened, Matthew wouldn't be in this building anyway. He would have graduated and moved on to something bigger and better. But this place um, is special to our family. Both of our kids went through these schools and it's important for people to remember Matthew, but also understand that Matthew absolutely loved this town. He loved this school. You know, being in hockey, we gave him the option in eighth grade. Do you want to go to a a private school to pursue a, a higher level of hockey? And he considered it, and he just came back to us about a week later and said, no, I want to stay with my friends. So this was always important to him. Um, the student body here has always been important to him. So please know that, and we feel your support, and and we love you all. So thank you for everything. Just keep your eyes open for ways to support the foundation, to support the hockey team. The hockey team has a uh, a golf tournament themselves, which... It is sold out as far as foursomes, oh, good, but, good, good. but you know they're always looking for donations and, and volunteers. Yeah. So if that interests anybody, you can talk to your school resource officer, uh, yeah. Justin Lake. He's new to the <laughs> He's building. Here Take in the high school. Yeah. He's easy for me to find now, and um, <laughs> he can he can absolutely talk to you about ways you can help out the hockey team, which, in the grand scheme of things, is very important to us because that was. That was Matthew's team. That's great. And
2: just going to the games and supporting the team is
1: yes, yeah.
2: is something that has been lacking in years past.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and uh, and we'll we'll be there again uh, for at least some of the home games. Uh, West Warwick High School TV. Uh, anything going on at the arena? I know you've got the um, uh, the the locker in the locker room. Yep. Anything that. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, it's not going to, the building's not going to be renamed, uh, you know, but uh, any, uh, anything in the works that you can tell me right
1: now.
2: There might be (laughs) Matthew's name on the ice. Ooh. So that might be something to go out and check out. Yeah, somewhere
1: along the blue line. Yeah. We'll see something to do with Matthew there. And there is, um, there's something planned for out front. Um, in terms of a memorial, great. And we won't get into the details, into the details yeah, with that yeah, because it's right. still going through um, the political process. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's town land, so yep. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of good things coming up.
0: Great. Uh, hopefully,
1: this goes through, uh, and we'll see. We'll see how it, it proceeds. But we've seen some preliminary plans, and it's pretty special.
0: Fantastic. Yeah.
1: As friends of the show,
0: let us know, and we'd be happy to cover cover those things when they happen. I know when it goes through a municipality, my wife's a municipal employee, not
1: here but somewhere else, it could take a while. It could. could. (laughs) But it will happen. But uh, also thank you. You've been tremendous with us and you've given us a chance to speak to the people that matter the most to Matthew and to us. And we're here anytime
2: you want to get us on. We'll be here.
1: All right. Well thank you very
0: much. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. All music and sound effects for the podcast come from WeVideo, Speechello, and My Instance, which I use along with Audacity to produce the show. This has been a presentation of the Media Broadcasting and Journalism Pathway at West Warwick High School. If you're a student interested in learning more about radio, TV, and journalism, then you can get in touch with me, Mr. White, at ewhite at ww.ps.com. More information about The Pathway is also below on the YouTube version of this show. And you can also listen to the Words with Wizards podcast on Spotify and Google and pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. Pathway and shows like this are not possible without sponsor support. Part of being a sponsor is that you and or your business can get exposure on this and other Pathway broadcasts. Funding goes toward the purchase of new equipment, student scholarships, and professional development. You can find more information on sponsorships, which are tax-deductible, by the way, at the bottom of the YouTube version of this podcast. Have an idea for a show? Visit the Words with Wizards webpage at www.hstv.com. There's a form on the page that you can fill out to let me know about your ideas for the show. And if you're lucky, I just might listen to you. We'll see you back here within two weeks to chat with soccer head coach Tyler Coburn, who coaches the boys team. We're going to chat about uh, taking the reins of his former team, coaching against his former coach, and what we can expect from the team this year. Until then, stay safe and stay informed.